My name is Barbara Clifford and I have an unstoppable passion to create order out of chaos. I'm on a mission to help managers, business owners and CEOs to unclutter the chaos and break free from the shackles of overwhelm so that they wake each day inspired and motivated to work in peak performance and live on purpose. During these solo podcasts, I lift the lid on my journey to minimize stress and maximize time. I will share with you the mistakes, the celebrations, the joys that come from helping busy people just like you to increase your productivity and your impact in the world around you, to go from chaos to calm, from stress to strength. Performance management is one of those dirty words. It's one of those things that no one ever wants to talk about. No one ever wants to talk about performance management, deal with it, face it, or they just filled with dread whenever it comes up. So I want to share with you five myths, common myths about performance management. Myth number one, performance management is done once a year. It doesn't happen once a year. That is more like a performance review or looking at what happens throughout the course of the year, making a plan that you're never going to stick to. And everybody dreads it. It's a horrible experience. Performance management should actually be something that is ongoing. You should constantly be coaching and mentoring your team and your team should be giving feedback to you about ways things can be improved, how procedures can be refined and together you create information that can formulate and feedback to higher entities, whether it's a board or business owners, about policies that need review. It's something that is ongoing and what you do once a year is just consolidate everything that has occurred throughout the year. Typically you would have in the moment feedback that is provided and weekly supervisory meetings probably and then regular team meetings. Each one of these will be providing feedback both ways to the employee and back to the employer. Myth number two is that it's an opportunity for managers to tell the team what they're doing well and where to improve. It's not a one-way conversation. It's not all about the managers informing the employees. It's two-way. A good performance management conversation is is both people sharing information about what's working, what can be improved, where are the areas of development and where are things slipping, where are things not going so well. It is actually a two-way conversation, not head up, looking down. It should be feeding back up and feeding back down, feeding back up and feeding back down. Myth number three, feedback is collected and given in one hit. That's not what performance management is. Ideally, there are little milestones along the way. When something happens, you actually need to give feedback at that point in time. And it needs to be useful feedback. It needs to be specific. What did that person just do? What was the impact? Now, it's either going to be a positive impact or a negative impact, but you want to be able to communicate what actually happened. And if it was a positive thing that happened, then you want to also communicate what the long-term advantage 
is if that behavior is continued, why it's going to benefit the organization or that person. Now, if it's not so positive, if it needs to be developmental, you need to give the employee a solution. What's the alternative? How would you like them to do whatever it is that they're doing? What is the positive impact if they take that on board? And what's the long-term advantage? Now, that's the kind of feedback you need to be giving all the time regularly and that's done in the in the moment or it's done in supervisory meetings once a week or once a fortnight and the feedback that you give with your team is about the overall project no point banking it all up and then doing it every six months by then it's too late and it's not going to be a coaching mentoring model of providing leadership support to that person to grow and the fourth myth is that only one person has to fix any problem. Good performance management is about negotiation. This is what I'm prepared to do as the employee to improve upon the situation and improve my skills. What are you prepared to do, employer? And the employer is going, this is what we can do to help you perform at your best. What are you going to do to be able to perform at your best? It's a negotiation where both people are saying, this is what I'm prepared to do. This is where I can improve. And this is where I'm willing to compromise. Both people are willing to do that. I once heard a saying where the explained the relationship between an employer and employee. The employer wanted the employee to do as much work and give as much time as possible for the least amount of income. Whereas the employee wants to get as much input income as possible for the least amount of work and the least amount of time. So really it's about finding that balance on the common ground. Myth number five, you can't trust anyone at all. That's not true. As an employee, you need to trust in why you were employed and what your job description is. And as an employer, you need to trust the expertise that you've engaged. You can't be the oracle of everything. You have to trust the person that you've engaged to deliver on this expertise for you. And when you're the employee, trust that you are qualified to do this work and rest with that. And so when there is trust, wow, it's a powerful experience. Performance management is a huge subject. I'd really love to hear from you what your experiences are, what you hate, and where it's worked well, and how you would describe performance management compared to what I've just explained to you. I look forward to hearing your comments. Please comment below. Thank you for listening to the Stress to Strength podcast. If you want to know more, head over to Facebook and search for our group Resilient Leaders Managing Time, Stress and Wellbeing or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash live the calm. Join people from all over the world taking control of their busy lives to feel less overwhelmed and more in control. If you want to connect with us personally, visit hinwoodinstitute.com and access a whole bunch of free resources. I can't wait to connect with you. Remember, be kind to yourself and take time for yourself.